1: Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We're part of the Blue Iron Network. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. As always, I'm here with Jason Patton. Jason, we're talking for the second day in a row. I actually think you're wearing the same shirt that you were wearing yesterday. So, you know, (laughs) maybe you're down in the dumps too about this news that's coming out right now that Lonzo Ball is having another knee operation. Lonzo is going to have a knee debridement. He's going to be reevaluated in four to six weeks. Essentially, that means that... They're going to give him a scope. The doctors are going to give him a scope and they're going to try to clear out some dead tissue in the knee. Essentially uh, after talking to a doctor earlier today, who's my dad, he said that (laughs) with a knee injury like this, you want to take the most conservative approach possible. And that's what the bulls did with Lonzo. My first question was why is this being done now at the start of training camp instead of, you know, a month or two ago. And the answer to that was, well, With this type of injury, you need to take the most conservative approach possible. And if it's still not improving, then, okay, you go in there, you do a scope, you clean it up, and you hope that that helps it heal better. My follow up question was, what if this doesn't work? And my dad, who's kind of a doomer, said that, well, then he's screwed. So (laughs) great. This is I don't want to say this is a last resort for Lonzo, but it's certainly a sign that. He was not getting better, as has been reported uh, ad nauseum, basically, for the last couple months. I have maintained that there was never a positive Lonzo Ball update since he first went down in in the middle of January. I believe he was given a six to eight week timetable when that happened. Of course, he hasn't played basketball since. We know that the initial injury was a torn meniscus on his left knee with a bone bruise. The bone bruise, as we've said many times, is the same injury that Kendrick Nunn had that kept him out all of last season for the Lakers. I do not believe Kendrick Nunn has been cleared for training camp yet. Jason, when we recorded this podcast yesterday. You asked me will Lonzo Ball play a game this season? And I I don't even remember what I said. I think I said no. But basically, this could be a good thing for sure. I think that Yeah, I guess asking,
2: real- does this does this news change like any your feelings about like his status for this season instead of just like obviously it is on like one hand it does seem like nice that we have like a time I guess a timetable that four to six weeks again is until he's reevaluated again that does not mean like four to six weeks and he's back even if he's like doing well after four to six weeks I'm assuming there'll be like more ramp up needed time to get back and like that he it'll still be a while until he's like his actual like full self again obviously the question is if, if it doesn't work then like what happens then, like how long would it, after that, like what will happen after that? Who knows? But back to the, what we were talking about, does this change any of your thoughts about like the possibility of him playing the season or when he might be back?
1: No, I would say that another operation sort of felt like an inevitability. Yes,
2: absolutely. I think we the all fact kind that of
1: expected it just a scope, a cleanup in that, I guess if you remove the dead tissue, potentially the injury can heal a little bit better. Uh, it seems like a natural thing to do, right? Yeah. So my thing is like, what if he's still not getting better after this? At that point, I don't know what the next step is aside from prolonged rest. And if that's the case, the Bulls are going to be in big, big trouble yeah. because Lonzo <laughs> is phenomenal. They're best two-way players. You wrote today in Forbes. And he's also making $20 million a year.
2: Right, man, he's got three years left on his contract.
1: Yeah. hes It's not a huge number or it's not like a ridiculous number yeah. on the cap sheet. It's a reasonable number. It's a contract that Lonzo certainly earned. Absolutely. And probably exceeded value-wise when he's on the When floor. he plays,
2: absolutely worth more than a $20
1: million a year guy. But $20 million is a lot of money on a cap sheet. And if you're going to pay a guy $20 million, you need him to be available. Yeah. And Lonzo is not going to be available for the start of the season. Yesterday, I think we both agreed that, like, will Lonzo play before 2023? Probably not. No. And, then, yeah, I think, like, I mean, no. four to six
2: weeks. Again, six weeks takes you.
1: His surgery is a week from today. So
2: the 28th September. Six weeks takes you to the mid-November. And then, again, that's to a re-evaluation. Uh, and then I'm assuming there will be at least another few weeks, if things even go well. If things go well here, probably another few weeks, more ramp-up to full activities um and then just like and all that so like the mid-november and then another month and a half to 2023 like i'm still even with this even i feel like even if things go well here i kind of still don't think he's back until 2023 or even if he is he's certainly not going to be himself until 2023 i feel like early early 2023 at the earliest is probably fair to expect
1: that's probably the best case scenario if he could be back before the all-star break And he's looking good. I mean, it's wild because, you know, he just hasn't played since last January. So we're going to be talking about him not playing basketball in a year. Anytime he's tried to ramp up, he's experiencing discomfort and has to shut down again. So it's like, when will, even if he does come back, when is he going to come back? Is the Lonzo ball we know and love? And Lonzo is someone who has just been playing basketball probably year round, forever. Like, this is what Lonzo does, you know, him and the family have been synonymous with sort of taking their own approach uh, as high school players. Like they had their own AAU team and stuff. And obviously they him and Lamella both have kind of unconventional games for guards. So you just wonder, like, when will the Lonzo ball we know and love truly be back in full force and Everything me and you are doing right now, Jason, on this podcast is pure speculation. We do not know. The Bulls probably don't know themselves. And there certainly has not been anything concrete reported about this injury that would give you any reason for optimism. Now we do have a concrete data point. The debridement is happening. The scope, they're going to go in, clean it up, and hopefully that'll help them heal better. Uh, I think it's certainly better than structural damage. Yeah. Yeah. But I just wonder, like, you know, if this doesn't work, what's the next step besides for extra long rest? It's rest like, or like to the ball? Well, yeah.
2: Will there just have to be a point where like he has to play through discomfort, which obviously just like is not great. And like that will probably would probably limit his effectiveness, especially when you think of him as like his defense, the whatever moving side to side, his mobility and stuff like that. Uh, that kind of just like quick twitch movement and stuff like that. He's going to like play through pain feel like it's probably just not going to be as good, not as effective there. So it's like, all we, we, is again, as we've been doing this entire time, crossing our fingers that this procedure does work and that the cleanup does whatever, fix the bone bruise or whatever the hell is going on in there, and that whenever he does come back, that he is able to come back at 100%, whether that's end of this end of this calendar year 2022, whether that's before sometime in early 2023. Obviously, you hopefully does not miss this full season uh, but again, yeah, it's we're just all guessing right now. It's and it sucks, but I guess like at least as I guess at least we finally have something, and it's not just like waiting, waiting, and waiting uh, to see what happens. And obviously, they waited a long time. And you, I'm glad you asked that question right off the bat, like why why now? Why not earlier this the summer? Because I mean, they they waited through a lot. And I'm sure he didn't want to do it. Obviously, the last thing he wanted to do is go through another surgery. And like he said in April at his exit interview, like, oh, I don't think I'm going to need another one. They went to like multiple specialists. Obviously, they waited all this time. And now it's like the last minute, right to right and training camp starting there. They do this again. So it does feel like a last resort. Uh, They exhausted all their options. uh, And now we just have to, I guess, wait and see. And hopefully uh, that it worked. The surgery works out. And it's that it ends up. He ends up coming back as soon as fast as possible but i mean i certainly can't be optimistic about about that i can't say like oh yeah he'll definitely be back in four to six or in six to eight at this point because they said six to eight the first time and now nine months later (laughs) we got another surgery coming
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed
1: Needing to take the place of Lonzo. Of course, it could be Dragic. Yeah, we, 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 we talked we
2: talked about this yesterday. Like, who is going to be the starter? And I think you can make an argument for I think three guys, uh, which I mentioned in this Forbes article. I sent it around Io just because, like, there's been talk, there's been some hype around Io's like off season. he's been in the gym, muscle watch, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and his second season that he can make some type of leap. And this is also a contract year for him. He only got a two year deal with the bulls. He's a free agent next season. So like even more incentive for him to have a huge year and get a nice payday. But so you have him Caruso and Goran Dragic. So you can make cases for all three of them. IO was a start. He started 40 games last year. He was pretty solid for most of those games. He played some huge minutes with no Lonzo, no Caruso there. Uh, I mentioned he built a nice support with Vooch and pick and roll stuff like that. Um, so I think you could, you could choose him. Crusoe is probably the bulls fourth or fifth best player. You can absolutely make the case for him, even if he's not a point guard, just because he is one of the best perimeter number defenders in the NBA. He's one, and he's one of your best, one of your five best players. So there's an argument to made, just play your five best guys, uh, especially with Lonzo out and just play Crusoe. Dragic, uh veteran guy. You could say he's maybe with more experience, maybe more of a steady hand. Although I was looking at his numbers. I feel like he has a lot of turnovers. Uh, like, his resistance turnover ratio isn't, like, amazing. And, like, he's 30, what, 6 now. Uh He has, I think, maybe not totally washed. But, like, at this point, like, I'd rather play. I'd rather start Io over Dragon. So, like, I would pick between Io or Caruso. You can talk me into either one. Um, You could maybe say that Io would be better as a spark plug off the bench and just play Caruso because he's one of your five best players. But, like, I also think it'd be totally fine if you start Io to help I think he can help you play or help you win and prioritize some development while also trying to win games. I think also makes plenty of sense. So uh, I can't remember who you said yesterday, who you'd start. I, I think they should said-
1: start Caruso yeah, because Caruso. if you're a defensive stopper, you should go against other starters. Like, yeah. You shouldn't come in and guard backups. Yeah, very true. And the bulls would often get out to poor starts last season. Yeah. So just having Caruso in the starting lineup could help them get out to stronger starts. Uh, the contract situation with Io is interesting. I didn't really factor that in when we were talking about this yesterday, but you're dead on about that. I hope that the Bulls don't give him a smaller role like behind Dragic because they hope to resign him at a lower right, number yeah. next season. Like that sounds like something that Ryan's <laughs> would want to do. So uh, I'm really excited about year two IO. I think that he has more potential than a lot of people give him credit for. The best sign of being better at basketball in the future is proving to be good already. And Io has been good at every level. He was a stud at Illinois. I believe he was an All-American at Illinois. I don't know if he was first or second team, but he was was definitely an All-American. And what, second team All-Rookie last year. So Io has a very solid foundation of skills with his size, with his tenacity, with his uh, just defensive skill and ability. And then the offensive end, as you noted in Forbes today, very good driver, a bit of a tentative three point shooter. Why the Bulls don't have a shooting coach, apparently, <laughs> is just ridiculous. But
2: the, the uh, point about the driving, I is, I saw that in, uh, I believe it was on Fan Side in an article, it like, was kind of rounding up and stuff. I didn't realize that stat about Io's driving. He was like, I think he was like 53 or 54% shooting on his drives, which was like, the best among rookies, I believe with like th- a certain amount of attempts, which I had no idea. I mean, he shot 52% overall last season on pretty low volume, like seven attempts per game. And he had like 37, 38% from three on a couple of attempts, but he was very efficient. And like, I mean, he was a big time scorer at Illinois. I would love to see him just get a bit more aggressive offensively and look for his shot more because I, I think he's got it. He's I think he's got it in him. I know he's not. One of the questions about him was like, does he have, is he quick enough? Does he have like the first step to like get separation at the NBA level. Uh, and he showed it at times last season. I mean, there was that play, uh, was that against the Pacers where he straight up drove and dunk dunked on somebody in crunch time uh, to awesome. basically to clinch a game. So like, I feel like he does kind of have that in him and has a bit more offensive juice. So I'd love to see just a bit more aggressiveness, less record scratches. Uh, if you're going to pass, if you got to take open threes, if you're going to pass them up, aggr- get aggressive, going to the basket, try to draw fouls. He didn't take many free throws last year. Uh, and I think he's got it in him. I mean, he was, a, he was, uh, I think he does have that dog in him, uh, especially but I, on either end. So I, and he was a killer at Illinois in the clutch. I mean, he they went to him in the clutch all the time. Just an absolute stud in, from the mid-range and able to get shots from that, those spots on the floor. So I would love to see him really take, it'd be great to see him make a leap. And like, obviously this Lonzo injury sucks. It's brutal. We've talked about ad nauseum about how good Lonzo is and how they're going to be worse without him. He's their glue guy. But if there is a silver lining, it is that maybe a guy like Io can will get a bigger opportunity. I think he'll he should play a ton of minutes, whether he starts or not. Uh, like I said, I would prioritize playing him over Dragic. Obviously, Cruz is going to play a ton, and then I mean, I'd probably prioritize Io over Kobe White at this point. But I think Kobe will get his share of minutes too, just because they need the three point shooting. I mean, and Io can also, I mean, he can play one through three. You can you can play him uh, with multiple guards because he can play. Uh, as a point guard, he can also just be your de- a defensive stopper, especially if you can imp- improve that three point shooting more and be like a three and D guy. Uh Io can play multiple positions, has some versatility there, so he should be able to get find plenty of minutes, basically no matter whether he's starting or whether he's coming off the bench.
1: Well, man, another sad Lonzo Ball update, <laughs> yeah. but at least we got an update, yeah. and at least there is a next step. And we have at least a timetable for when we might have our next (laughs) (laughs) reevaluation. It's probably not going to come until November, but it is what it is. We know that Lonzo is not going to be ready for the start of the season, four to six weeks until he's reevaluated. Tough stuff, Jace, but uh, you know, the bulls will move on and hopefully Lonzo can be at his best in the most meaningful games of the season. And hopefully the Bulls can stay afloat without Lonzo to put themselves in a position to play meaningful games at the end of the year. So it is what it is, man. And uh, get well soon, Lonzo.
2: Yep. Uh, I think we've been waiting to do this podcast for a while. I mean, obviously we didn't want it to be a thing, but I think we both kind of expected that just based on how everything was going, that this second series of news was going to just happen. The other shoe finally dropped. It is what it is. We're used to, We're used to point guard, Bulls point guards having bad knees and been waiting and waiting and waiting on guys to come back. So it's something we have plenty of experience with, unfortunately. So get well soon, Lonzo. That'll do it for us here. We just wanted to get a quick emergency pod uh, out based because of this Lonzo ball news. Obviously, again, we got media day training camp starting next week, though it'll be a bit of a bummer because of this Lonzo news. But, I mean, the Bulls still have some talented players. They got a deep backcourt. Got some young guys, Io, Patrick Williams. Still have two All-Stars with Zach and Damar. And uh, Zach is healthy and back and better than ever. You hope that he can help uh, make up for this as well. So still going to try to be optimistic coming to the season, even with Alonzo injury. And we know that the team cannot reach their full ceiling without him. So a new season's fun no matter what. Uh, So that's going to be coming up next week. That'll do it for us here for this episode of Cash Considerations, H.R. Iables podcast. As always, shout out to the Blue Wire Network. If you like what we're doing here at Cash, please go check out all the other great pods all across the network. Uh, for us, please rate and review us. Give us those five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all those good places. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore J. You can follow Ricky at SBN underscore Ricky. So for Jason and Ricky, this has been Cash Considerations, a show podcast. We will talk to you guys next time, probably next week after media day.